Welcome back to another episode of our podcast series Iconic Ads with Devlina and Saurav brought to you by Icons Behind Brands. I'm Devlina and I'm here with Mr. Saurav Bajaj who is our co-host to talk about another memorable ad by the well-known firm Flipkart. Ms. Aditi Anand, a renowned brand leader is with us. Aditi Anand is presently working as a gen- general manager marketing at L'Oreal Professional. She is dedicated marketer with extensive experience. She has worked with firms like Coca-Cola, HMD, Flipkart, Bharti Airtel, Micromax Informatics and so on. Before we get into the conversation, I'll play the ad. Flipkart fashion sale is back. Up to 70% off on clothing, footwear, accessories and more. Flipkart.com, the online mega store. Okay. So I joined uh, Flipkart in 2014 uh, right after spending about 7 years with Airtel and my mandate there was uh, as I joined as a senior brand manager and I was responsible for two categories. The first category was fashion and lifestyle category which was already launched and we were looking at all your knickknacks like bed sheets, curtains, uh, pillows, uh, cutlery, um, crockery etc etc and while that was true on the business side that i was responsible for scaling up and marketing and launching these categories i think a very important uh, thing and the first mandate that i got when i entered the organization was that my boss very he sat me down and he said that flipkart is known to be an electronics and book seller and if you look at the customer profile today we have overwhelmingly 95% men maybe even more uh, buying from us so now we are branching out into new categories and your role is to actually get women consumers to become online shoppers while you'll do fashion and while you'll do home you should have your eye on the larger uh, goal which is how can i convert women into also online shoppers and that was a very interesting challenge and that's from where i started the businesses and the categories that i took care of were these there was also toys and baby care etc all women first category there was a beauty category personal care etc so i was also taking care of those but these two were largely the big bets and therefore you see a lot of atl intervention on these two categories one of the things that i'm assuming will emerge through our conversation was about the fact that uh, in communication there is a lot about uh, uh, tone uh, demonics and uh, you know the overall look and feel of a particular brand it must always look consistent and what i like about uh, flipkart is always feels very youthful uh, and modern right but uh, in my head it never looks very premium or affluent it looks like a bit, bit, bit of the middle of the rough is the way i see it that's my personal perspective yeah it's like an uh, everyday man's uh, you know uh, shopping destination yeah uh, so i wanted to understand whether one is this deliberate and second i wanted to uh, reflect on you know their uh, mnemonics from the kid adults so um i'll try and answer all the questions many questions there uh, i think your first question is that it doesn't feel premium 
and is that deliberate or is that uh, is that something that just happened i think it's deliberate and it's deliberate because uh, when e-commerce came in um, i think we were already as happens with any consumer technology product the first wave of consumers are men millennial metro the more affluent segment but beyond the point if you want to extend yourself and if you want to get penetrate the market and get everybody on board you need to be appealing to everybody second flipkart is not a product it's a service it's a retailer that sells products from the lowest price point so the second is that flipkart is not a product uh, it's a service brand and it's a retailer and a retailer offers you wide variety across different categories starting from the lowest price band to the highest price band so one particular imagery does not work because you are like a hypermart you have across categories across price bands you have different uh, you know things that you sell across price bands even if you go back and look at some of the amazon advertising that happened at that point in time whether it was chongpur ke cheeta or it was or dikhao or dikhao if you look at the semantics and the visual grammar they were also trying to be and come across not as a premium international brand but very indian speaking to bharat and the main reason behind that was that you know both the brands and even snapdeal and some others who were there at that point in time they wanted to kind of come across as indian for everyone for the masses have a wide variety etc etc so that was one um on your de- on your question about uh, kids and then moving away and dropping kids and moving to another youth territory again that was a call that was taken a very deliberate call and we had long discussions around this and some of us agreed and some of us didn't but i think when the kids communication came the reason for using kids as a creative device and posing as adults is because it was a new habit that we wanted to tell consumers and therefore kids was a good device to say that it's as easy as a child's play so online shopping is not tricky it's not tough it's really as simple as like a young 5 year 6 year old kid can do so if you look at a lot of kids based advertising that happened during the first 6 to 7 years it was basically breaking the barriers and increasing category adoption and that category adoption over a 6 7 years happened because people started shopping for electronics branded goods books and that trust factor came in now the next phase was how do we launch newer categories how do we get women consumers how do we scale up fashion and fashion as a category has very huge codes slightly maybe edgy codes aspirational codes and how do you do that using kids was becoming a challenge similarly if tomorrow i want to sell curtains doing that through kids was becoming a challenge and also a little bit of a fatigue was coming in with the same creative device we saw that with zuzus also by the way with vodafone that the first or the second season did very well and from the third season there was a little bit of a from the consumer end that started happening because it became predictable uh, so that novelty around a particular creative device kind of goes away if you can't refresh it in a very good manner so it was a very deliberate call taken to do away with kids and launch the new couple of new categories talking to women consumers uh, talking about propositions and that's why the kids kind of went away and it became more youthful and you know different kind of communication came into that There was a third question also that you asked. I think around the blue bar, something around the blue bar. What what was that question? Sorry. 
so one of the things that i notice uh, is that uh, uh, the big thing for both these retailers amazon and flipkart is not about the sales yeah and often it gets very confusing you don't know whether big billion day sales belongs to amazon or the great great indian sale belongs to flipkart yeah so versus that when i saw the last ad you just showed there is this blue bar on uh, shopping right so uh, when at a 45 degrees angle you talk about the sale and you have this you know particular blue studded bar so uh, is that a device which flipkart uses or invests upon no no that is not a device i think it was just part of the product window and cg and a nice way to show what are the categories available uh, but not necessarily as a strategic visual device that we carried forward in any of the other other you know communication that we put forward so just one campaign long so another question which has been in my head is uh, from the point of view of marketing uh, so from a positioning landscape and a competition landscape uh, who are those brands or categories that flipkart would consider competition and uh, what is the real positioning difference or the segmentation difference would you say between a flipkart and an amazon and do you think it is something which has always remained like that or has it evolved and modified over the years So back in that day, um, I think the way we were looking at competition, there were competition at two levels. One was because we were a full-service retailer. We were in competition with two other full-service retailers, which were Amazon and Snapdeal at that point in time. And then fashion was a very strategic category. So after electronics, electronics was the largest category in terms of revenue driving. Within electronics, also it was smartphone, the most important category in terms of revenue, customer acquisition, etc. On that, we had two uh, players who we who would consider competition, while they were a lot of other players as well, but two very significant players. One was Mintra, and the second one was Jabong. And uh, Mintra first took over Jabong, and then Mintra was absorbed by Flipkart. So it was a bit of an inorganic expansion strategy there. But uh, from a fashion retailer perspective, it was those two, and from a general retailer perspective, it was Amazon and Snapdeal. another uh, popular topic of debate and discussion about marketers is really on performance uh, versus proposition and within proposition it is about features versus benefits yeah so uh, so performance is obviously something like chains have to focus on which is their sales and all of that but within proposition there is features versus benefits arguably uh, because of the nascent nature of the category both the brands have been focusing a lot more on features the fact that we got so much of range we got so much of you know this and that so do you feel that uh, the time was not right to move to benefits or do you think they also were doing benefits as far as i can remember uh of all the communication that used to be out across uh, different category players it was about features because the evolution is that you first need to give a factual claim out and uh, not layer it with a benefit so if i if i just put out a benefit for example if i say fastest delivery it is open to discussion or debate or interpretation by the consumer what fast means but the moment i say 30 minute delivery it's a feature but it takes all guesswork out and it's a far superior functional proposition versus a benefit led proposition so typically my learning if because i've spent time in consumer technology industries my learning is that you first need to communicate a feature before you can pivot to a benefit of that feature 
even if you look at smartphone advertising it's very feature led 13 megapixel camera privacy at its core how we do it etc etc so generally you need to first tell the what and then therefore what happens or the benefit that happens to you nice uh, also you know uh, the polar wars are legendary but uh, this whole you know battle between the uh, flipkart and the amazon through your eyes how did you see it and uh, you know we already know who lost which is probably this nothing but i think who's the winner between amazon and flipkart is not very evident so you know what do you think about the wars that you saw happening around you see there was actually a period of this fierce wars but they were not as fierce as the cola wars so i do remember that when jeff bezos was coming to india for the first time in 2014 we made it a point flipkart made it a point from the airport to the amazon office cover all the streets with flipkart outdoors and that's really cheeky and i don't know whether it serves the consumer or not but you know sometimes man marketers go on vanity trips like that so we actually did that um and then there used to be the, those that was the world of freshly discovered twitter banters and trolls so i also remember a big twitter twitter trolls to banter happening between flipkart amazon and snapdeal where i think somebody put out uh, there was a empty I don't remember it exactly but from what I can recall I think there was an empty Amazon packaging in the Flipkart reception so somebody had called for something shopped from Amazon somebody took its picture and put it up saying that even Flipkart shops from Amazon Flipsters shop from Amazon or something and then Snapdeal jumped onto it and then Flipkart replied and then that became a big troll that got covered in various uh, you know marketing publications etc but those incidents are few and far between i think all two realizations that all e-commerce players had one was that it was an unpenetrated market and there was headroom for everyone to grow so there is a large uh, ocean out there and we really don't need to fight amongst ourselves we really need to get more and more so category expansion market expansion was the key goal so we didn't really waste much of our resources energies to to why you know market data position in terms of through advertising and such cheeky stuff the second was the second phase came of system uh, unit economics so while everybody was focusing in the earlier phases of gross merchandising value which is basically how much you sell everybody was bleeding red and, and from as far as i know the latest figures both amazon and flipkart are still bleeding red so they have not they've not break uh, broke like they're not even right now so then the whole focus shifted on how can we make those deliveries more efficiently so that we're not losing and and that's where all the attention kind of shifted to do marketing more efficiently to get business at a more efficient cost etc so not very legendary wars in that sense nice so the other thing which is exciting for me is the power of focus you know uh, again if one uses the uh, analogy or the reflection of coke and pepsi right uh, coke for the longest time was known to be more focused because they focus only on beverages while well, pepsi uh, sort of uh, you know uh, expanded their focus into food as well with soda links yeah but now this logic seems to be coming in bit full circle because now you have a coke saying that we are you know only going to have only so much of our business of aerated beverages and we're going to get into juices but we are still going to focus on drinks only yeah now as a as a and those that pretty easy to empathize with because they are product companies right but with flipkart and amazon this sort of a uh, strategy where 
where I see Flipkart as more desi, more Indian, and hence more value conscious, and hence they they are taking a call to focus on the larger ticket sizes. Obviously, it has sustainability and profitability at its root. Yeah. Versus an Amazon uh, is trying to become more of a full service company, saying that you know we'll also do groceries because maybe you'll build loyalty because there are more trips to the home, and uh, they are also what I have noticed a little bit more lax on uh, returns. They probably lose a lot more money by uh, trying to you know solve that consumer service battle more easily. So, uh, so how do you think this is really playing out in their business sustainability? I mean. Uh, one what do you what's the reflection on the strategy one versus the other and second uh, you know what does your gut say is the right strategy for um so you are right in 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 your analysis flipkart is actually more focused on becoming a full service retailer from quick commerce to everything under the under the hook but they also have the payments which is phone pay and they've also diversified because they've taken up a clear trip and i think shopsy shopsy is their social commerce wing shopsy or shopsy so there is a realization that Uh, once you get the customer customer acquisition cost is extremely high and cost per sale is very high so once you get a customer you can always remarket and get him back through marketing levers but that is an expensive way to live so there should be a way in which we can lock in consumer and perhaps look at it more like a customer lifetime value equivalent and the telecom industry does that really well because you spend a little bit of on acquisition but then you really lock that consumer in for a while and for a couple of years and you monetize and obviously get that value back so in airtel we always used to look at a customer lifetime value assuming that a particular customer with particular demographics coming in would stick with us for x value we will upgrade him etc etc and this is how the value chain will continue for a retailer especially a retailer an e-tailer which has so much of customer data sitting with them they should be able to build loyalty programs they should be able to build in programs both in terms of marketing as well as product features that locks the consumer in more than just the deal part because those are again very expensive ways to live i think what amazon is doing and i mean it's well known that amazon is doing because they have a prime program where they kind of lose money initially but over time prime consumers spend more they stick more they come back more etc similarly the video prime video service as well as the faster delivery service they are both so that you can lock in consumers Amazon pays again another attempt so that you know you kind of there are more reasons for consumers to come in. So retailers are looking for ways to kind of give core service plus plus so that there are more reasons for consumers to come back. And loyalty program is a typical example. Flipkart did pilot with a loyalty program back in the day, but we couldn't successfully launch or scale it because it was still a very nascent industry. I think. Amazon with its prime offering does that really really well because it's known that prime consumers are high value shoppers and etc and, and what they save uh, in delivery charges i think much more than that they spend so it kind of evens out at at some point in time um so that's basically the difference i think it's a very different uh, strategy because flipkart is still the way i see it and i could be wrong but flipkart is still in focusing on 
maximizing the basket size and getting giving consumers fast whereas amazon i think they their whole dna and ethos is on you know customer obsession and service so they don't mind losing a bit of a money in the start but they want to retain the consumer and give a very superior experience and they are here for the long haul because both the companies are extensively putting money behind uh, their india operations flipkart is now owned by walmart and after that merger or not merger takeover happening uh, they did kind of become slightly more um, i would say prudent in marketing and uh, becoming more efficient but largely if you look at even walmart and what their model is they're also largely a, uh, an, a t- retailer so it's the same like they come with a retailer mindset versus uh, amazon comes with a slightly more different mindset where we're tr- they're trying to be present at multiple consumer touch point another iconic brands uh, and the conversation regarding flipkart one of my very uh, favorite uh, brand so sort of what was the three takeaways and learnings from this particular conversation today so you know uh, we have had you know a conversation on amazon in the past when we talked about ordikha mm-hmm. and now we've had a conversation on flipkart so for me one of the most valuable parts was again understanding how the positionings and strategies of these brands are so different which is very very interesting to see yeah now uh, beyond that if we go down to this advertising specifically i think there were three key takeouts which i would like to you know uh, reflect upon the first key takeout is the fact that as you expand your bouquet of offerings and they were already strong in electronics and they were strong in books but they wanted to get in a new cohort because they knew that largely men were doing the shopping so they wanted to bring in women so whenever you bring in a new cohort a new consuming audience or a new segment often you need to tailor your communication to their needs yeah which is why you you see certain continuity so you see the continuity in terms of the fact that you know the kind of target audience remains the same the tonality the humor the modernity remains the same but the fact that you had to be empathetic to be the to the woman and you need to to, to offer to her what they, she is seeking which is range and i think that is what flipkart did really well so i think it's about the fact that with each new piece of each new strategic task you need to understand a new consumer and adopt a new tonality the second for me was the reflection on the strategy between amazon and flipkart and while amazon wanted to expand expand their boutique their bouquet of offerings flipkart wanted to go into large products and large uh, purchase sizes which is why sales like big billion day became so so important for them and hence if you see the second piece of advertising it was all about the sale commercial and again how they did that uh, very logically in the right manner by reaching out to the right audience yeah and the third part for me is about you know what do you change and what do you retain you know i mean as a brand they kind of would have loved to retain the the kid adults as anymore but they just do not fit at this particular point in time because often time the most lovable demonics can become jaded and as we talked about the fact that they were becoming a bit jaded which is why they had to shift out and you know uh, look at something new there right and also with something like a new offering of uh, you know curtains talking to the to the homemaker maybe all of that won't fit very well yeah so hence about the fact that you know you build certain assets but you need to evolve with them basically your brand tasks so hence in summary the three things that i took out from this conversation is that you know understand your uh, your strategy from the strategy comes out your uh, you know brand opportunities and from there comes the communication strategy second you have an overall strategy which helps you understand the importance of driving business the role of sales 
and finally how mnemonics which you have built might have to evolve in line with your new tasks finally you can better understand how creative brains collaborate in branding and advertising continue to listen to us for more interesting behind the scene brand stories stay tuned